Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Have the communist vegans at the BBC destroyed your faith in humanity? Are you worried that watching too much football has made you racist? Why not take your mind off of society's ills by getting some culture? The Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to bring you an audiobook of your choice for free. Sign up for a free one-month trial with no obligation to continue and claim your audiobook now by visiting audible.co.uk slash football ramble. Hi, I'm Les Ferdinand and you're listening to Football Ramble. Pete, we've missed you. Ding dong, the witch is dead, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble, and I'm Marcus, and Jim's with me. Hello. Pete's opposite me. Ah, yeah. Luke's to my right. All right. All right, gang, what's happening, eh? Not much, you know? Doing a football podcast, Marcus, want to get involved. I want you to answer this. I saw Africa with uh, David Attenborough the other day, his programme, of course. <laughs> you, you, take you were with it. Just nip over with a big man. <laughs> That's it. Um, and it got me thinking, who from the world of football would you like to go on safari with? Jim, <laughs> I am tempted to say that I'd like to go on safari with Lou Macari, um, but <laughs> Ryan, it's, it's a little Lou bit sort of, you know, desperate Alan Partridge idea for a program, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? So, yeah. um, on safari with Lou Macari. Brilliant! Would do, if you don't take it, Sky will. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I would do instead <laughs> is I would go on safari with Robin van Persie, and I would leave him behind, like he left me behind. Oh, oh, no. no, touching start. <laughs> well, do you want a minute? Give him a minute. You were I left need with a minute. In the Just edit the minute out. It's <laughs> not going to be pretty. You were left with the, the safety of Arsenal fans. Not the dangers and the perils of the plane, Jim. Well, mm. he's made his bed and he'll lie in it. I reckon he'd be fine. He could kick Carrie into death. <laughs> <laughs> it was Carrie. It wasn't he kicking to death, would it? Oh, yeah. dead. All right, well, he'd be half dead. Well, if he can survive that, still he can not survive a, a couple mm. of rounds with a lion. Yeah. Or a lioness. Uh, Pete? Uh, I'd g- go with Kasawari uh, Lineker. <laughs> right? <laughs> I thought my puns were going to be bad. I feel much better now. Luke, that's me done this week. That's it, gentlemen. Pete's leaving now. You yeah. won't hear another word from him for the show. <laughs> See you. The first week when nobody gets awarded the point. Uh, I think Alan Thompson's gazelle. <laughs> <laughs> or Elephantony Gardener. What makes you laugh is right. Oh, Elephantony Gardener. That Luke wow. actually googled these. Quite like yeah, I couldn't for find a player show. called Anthony. I had to google it. <laughs> 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 Pathetic human beings we are. Come on, Marcus. Let's get out of this hellhole. A buoy man. You know he likes to dr- I mean, dress up as a tiger before, so I'd like to see him dress up as a lion and just get amongst them. Yeah, fair mm-hmm. enough. Yeah, yeah, one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, almost Ron Atkinson-esque. Put someone over. Peter. Uh, <laughs> Premier League time, uh, ladies and gents. Manchester United 2, Liverpool 1. The big game of uh, the world calendar, as, uh, <laughs> as, as Alex Ferguson would lead you to believe. But 2-1... Uh, not a bad game um, And RVP got the game going Jim He did He does that doesn't he it's, mm. it's, it's, he does I like it when you make Jim oh. comment on that <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I think I'm about as rational As a football fan gets really But I hate Robin Van Persie <laughs> I, I, can't, I just can't top, help it I hate him now. Put your top back on <laughs> it, had, it didn't have a lot to do, like, It didn't have a huge amount To do with Robin Van Persie It was definitely a team goal Wasn't it They probably mm. put him to the He's side in the team, yeah. He's in the team He's in the team No individual is bigger Than the team Jim How much do you hate him Out of ten um, <laughs> Twenty. Did you see? Have you seen the video of him seeing Glory Glory Man United at the Man United players? Chris, stay away from things just like that. Yeah, that you've probably just made up. No, it's true. It's true. I'll send you. It might help. Ten points more. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Yeah, that's right. I thought Liverpool were a lot better in the second half. I think they. I yeah. think they sort of were a bit scary in the. Well, way, they went really. for it a lot more, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I mean, they had no choice. Sturridge's um, finish was nicely clinical as well. He had a lot of running to do to get there. He did really well. 
Shiny, Shiny, just left the defender for dead. Like he just yeah, he the did. defender went. Oh who god, it, yeah. Um, who was the defender? Who was the defender? The seal. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was he was napping, wasn't he? Yeah, he was napping. Um, Shane Sturridge, he couldn't put the second chance away. Mm. That's slightly mm. difficult on the weaker foot. But, but I, I, did, I mean, feel free to laugh at me <laughs> at a later date, as you as you likely or will. No. Yeah, whenever. Right. Um, but Sturridge plays, he'll score goals. He'll score lots of goals. Of he will. I think. He, I think. That's he's what Rogers says. He's very. He's very big on bigging up. Player, uh, I, I enjoyed the uh, Manchester United chant that I've not heard before. Uh, Luis Suarez, your teeth are offside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's quite nice. I quite enjoyed it. That's magnificent. <laughs> One of the few times I will accept the Sloop John B uh, chant. Yeah, yeah. Which I, is, I, just I so tiresome. Sloop John B. If you're gonna yeah. do a Beach Boys song, harmonise. There's thousands of you. Yeah, easy, easily <laughs> done. Hard to organise though. Well, you know, as we proved <laughs> about two or three years ago with our wonderful and touching rendition of the Beach Boys' Barbaran. Oh, no, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. One of the most ridiculous stats, certainly in English football, if not the world, I would say, that um, at home in the league, Manchester United have not lost after being ahead at, at half time since 1984. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah, Blimey. against Ipswich Town, that was in '84. Apparently, the last time that happened. That's really sort of the writing on the wall, isn't it? If they manage to get ahead before half time, you're like, well, we're not going to win this, so <laughs> yeah, let's just defend. Let's just have some yeah. fun. Let's just try and win the half. Who <laughs> yeah, can score a 30 yard? That's crazy, isn't it? I look forward to many people tweeting me that that's wrong. No, <laughs> I, I, it is actually true. Is that still in the league? Tweeting is that, that it's wrong. Okay. And the league at home, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but people can still tweet you that it's wrong, Luke. Mm. And it was good to see Barini back, wasn't it? Very yeah. good. Yeah, because he, he's a bit of a strange one. He cost quite a bit of money, paying for potential at this stage. Only really had one <coughs> full season where he's. He done. did do very well for Rome, though. He did, yeah, over one season, but I hope he can stay fit. And it, it's good for Liverpool, though. I mean, they had a real problem a little while ago with Suarez being the only recognised striker, but now Sturridge coming in, scoring goals, Barini being, being back, they look really healthy up there. It's it incredible how quickly stuff like that changes around, if you act in the transfer market, Arson. Unless you're Abu Dhabi. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you read um, Gary Neville's piece about um, Lewis Suarez in the, in the mail? No, I didn't oh, see that. He's, he's a good writer as well. I is reckon it, enjoyable. Is it, it ghostwritten? So again, is it ghostwritten? Probably not. No, no, he no. You know, he's, he's a bit of a control freak when it comes to <laughs> right. his right hand side of the pitch. <laughs> what did he say? And, his, and the right hand side of his page. Yeah. What, what, get, what, did get it, what did he say? <laughs> he just said that every team needs a nasty bastard, basically. <laughs> but but, but I think scumbag. Who <laughs> yeah. said that? Was it Beckenbauer? Uh, no, it was, uh, it was uh, someone about Eff Van Bommel, wasn't it? Effenberg. Yeah, oh, it would have right. been effable, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ga Gary was a bit of like every other team hated Gary Neville. Didn't they? Yeah, that's right. right little shit. He embarrassed himself at that Liverpool game when he ran up to the Liverpool fans. With he did, yeah. Badge that time. I don't think he really <laughs> likes to be reminded of that very much. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's certainly when he, when he became a pundit, people thought he'd be so biased towards United. Mm. But actually, I think he does a pretty good job. It's typical of Neville. He's obviously he's obviously just worked so very hard at it, and and, and he's reaping the rewards. Really, he could. He, I mean, Jamie Redknapp can learn from him. Jamie Redknapp went off on one about David De Gea, didn't he? So he's an average goalkeeper and all this other stuff. Mm. When Daniel Sturridge scored that tap-in, he was arguing that De Gea, which I thought was a good save, he got down quick and kept mm. it out, and De Gea was saying, um, sorry, Radnett was saying, De Gea should have palmed it out for a corner sort of thing, but it's easier said than done. Well, really. pe pe mm. people have been saying that all season, that he's been kind of just pouring it into right back into play effectively, but you know, you've got to make the save in the first place, a lot of keepers wouldn't even make the save, mm. you know. And, and he's not got much support in front of him. No. But the defender should have been... Well, exactly. Why is it? Well, you know, like you said, why isn't um, the defender clearing it off the line? Yeah. Do you think they'll play Sturridge up the middle and maybe Suarez on one of the? That's one a bit basically what Rogers said. He said, yeah. he didn't. Suarez, Suarez needs more to adjust. Yeah, yeah. Do it, yeah, he is. I mean, he could because he's foreign. Look, yeah, <laughs> because yeah. he's not English. <laughs> <laughs> he's not one-dimensional in straight yeah. lines. Um, I suppose if you played him on the right, you could have him cutting cut inside because you've got Glenn Johnson you could play slightly lopsided but then I suppose Sterling where would he play can't Options. keep everybody can't well, keep everybody to happy to Sterling he's quite you know adaptable on either yeah. flank yeah that's true he's mm. yeah. options market it's exciting times yeah. for the front three or four whatever it'll be for Liverpool mm, three yeah. three four but, but May United march on they, they do are they going to win the league Jim surely yeah they are yeah. that's a canter that's a Atalanta they're not going <laughs> to win this Serie A um, later oh, on Serie A Lynx <laughs> Wow. Good chat, so good chat about sorry, are they? Good chat about Atalanta. Indeed. Stay tuned. <laughs> Just now, now you've got to step up. So I've picked I'll, it up. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate the save. Um, and let's shut the curtain. Um, back to the Premier League. <laughs> Arsenal zero, Manchester City two. Don't, um, don't even want to think about this price uh, ticket price in lira. Oh <laughs> lira is no more, of course. Well, I know. Thirty-one pound a red card, no less. Is that right? <laughs> good thinking. Good thinking. Koscielny, was it a sending off? Of course, it was a sending off. Not Surely not everyone can see that, apart okay. from those in the stadium, which is understandable because you know you don't get the hindsight. I was, I was at the game. I was um, down the other end. And what did you think? 
I had a text message to confirm it was indeed a sending. Well, what did you think when you saw it, though? I couldn't really see it. I think, exactly. I think they were both yeah. sending it off. But, I mean, it was... Um, I don't think the second one was. Um, company. Yeah. Um, he, he got the ball, he went in one-footed. I can see why the referee might have thought he went in two Because one camera angle really looks just... like he's got two feet. Yeah, there's a lot of, um, you know, platinum and stuff. But I think on one camera angle, it really looked like he'd gone through with two. I don't know. I, maybe I just Yeah, one, one camera did look... Uh, it was one of those ones where you... I mean, you I can see it, it both ways. I didn't think it was either. The Kashani thing, I mean... And actually, in in in, in, in retrospect, the, the company one as well. The most frustrating thing, if you're a Manchester City or an Arsenal fan, neither defender needed to yeah, do that. It's just needless. poor defending, mm, really. Because mm. didn't need to get the wrong side. He's strong enough to, to be able to. Um, Jekyll gives him a bit of a nudge, and he's off balance, and that's why it happens. And the company one, he could have gone in with his foot down one. Yeah. one. He, d- he doesn't need to do that. Seeing the Kashani one in slow motion was quite strange because it made it look like he sort of ran up to him, gave him a cuddle, and just sort of leant over with him. Mm. Just weird. And he went, and, he went down. Uh, and, and also um, with the company one. You can sort of see why it maybe wasn't a sending off because he's not lost control. It's not been reckless. It's not excessive force, really. I reckon the referee thought that he wasn't quite in control, but he slid over, as someone pointed out to me, he slid at such a short amount of distance that you could argue that he was in control at all times. But the company was very dignified and, and classy about it after. He said, you know, I understand the referee's got a tough job, you know. But they are appealing and they don't want to, he doesn't want to. Um, oh, well, but that's the manager's decision to appeal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but he doesn't want to like, haul his teams over the course when it no. comes to actually. Well, well, company came out and said this horrible thing. Mm. What about Milner's goal, though, eh? Give Lovely goal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, let's uh, mention the penalty save. That was, uh, oh, yeah, that was a beauty. Mm. That was great. Yeah, it was. I mean, a bit of luck involved, but it was still. It wasn't, mm. wasn't a great penalty. To be fair, but no. Their, their second, I really enjoyed. Just Sabaleta's strength. I love watching that. Yeah, he's, he's, such a good season. He is a strong fella. But, um, not to jump on. But Milner's, Milner's goal was fantastic. Lovely, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Not to jump on Wenger's back too much, but he piped up saying that. Um, Saying that, you know, there's no one there. There was no one taking responsibility. They were too timid. And it's like you sign the players, you sign yeah. the characters. You know what they're like as yeah, players and absolutely. characters. And and my friend who's a, who's a big Arsenal fan actually made a decent point. But he said it's got to the point now with Arsenal, where Wenger's given his own players so many excuses over the years for not taking responsibility. That it's no wonder they don't take responsibility yeah. on the pitch because mm. every time something bad happens, Wenger pipes up with an excuse. But this is why you need <laughs> go back to Gary Neville. He was one of those players, you know, Mr. Manchester United, that lived and breathed Ferguson's ethic. Yeah. And would say to players and I've said this before on, on the podcast that um, after a good win and a good result he would go up to people and say oh, don't start Next celebrating game, too much yeah. we've got an, another game we've got another cup final we've got this and that you know, well, the Arsenal's John. style of play has failed to evolve it, it's, they were found out years ago with it and it's not moved on from that and it's just a sort of weaker version of what's been in the past and they, they need to to adapt You know, it's, it's yeah. just not been happening for a long time they're, they're treading water and they're we're drowning at the moment they, I'd be surprised if they finish in the top four this season it's going to take some yeah. turnaround, especially I, if they don't act in the transfer market. And then it cuts market. to the end of the season, and they are fourth again. Jim <laughs> wins <laughs> either way. So it's too much competition for them to finish fourth. I think. Jonathan Wilson made a good point in an article he wrote about the game where he said decisions put them to one side good or bad they happen the best teams deal with them yeah. and you can't change them you've got to deal with them and, and lots of teams over the I mean it reminded me of um, Mourinho's Inter when they won yeah. the Champions League so some decisions went against them they got down to, they <coughs> down to 10 minutes Barcelona right. and all that stuff. They, mm. they just dealt with it you've it's got not completely out of the realms of possibility that you will lose a defender in the first 10 minutes you know you're a professional football club you need to be ready for that and your players need to be ready to deal with that I know a lot of teams do practice with, with you know one fewer player on, on different teams so it's, it's something Arsenal will have addressed they just didn't step up to it and I mean City are a very good time, side that's always going to be very difficult and to be fair Arsenal were a lot better in the second half but I just think it exposes the fact that the, the squad's nowhere near a, a, a team like City you know, we, we all know this anyway but, you know, the level has dropped down now and it's, it's time to sort it out there are studies that say that they are, Arsenal are actually <laughs> overachieving for what they spend but the fact is but they've it, set the bar themselves yes, you, know, you, only, you only really achieve in comparison <clears throat> to your own standards Correct. Mm. Did you see the uh, video of those uh, fans giving uh, Nasri and Schumach? Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen this. Oh, way. Uh, weird this decision for Nasri to be walking down Honsley Road. To mm. be honest, shows the brass neck. Doesn't have one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just like people sort of going, "Oh, you fucking traitor!" Blah blah blah. Like people going up and shaking his hand and stuff, and like and Schumach basically sort of going, "Like you have you have some respect. You have some respect. Show some respect and stuff." Why are you walking again, <laughs> your Mercedes, you idiot? Yeah. <laughs> people just shouting at him. It is a strange decision. Mm. I thought they maybe went for five. Of of so of pounds. Pounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 62 pounds 
62 pounds that was the price well it's good uh, you know it's good is, isn't it Jim this is nothing new uh, you know at Arsenal oh, and okay. a lot of clubs are charging more than that and it's good that this debate has come forward That's from right. the City fans sort of d- doing the boycott I mean I know you were sat above them weren't you was it noticeably um, quieter <laughs> I was in a, a terribly um, upper class affair in a box um, with a lovely buffet meal surrounded by charming chaps and uh, blankets on our legs to keep us warm but what about when you left your home Whee! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just visiting them yeah. um, uh, they were chanting you know 62 pounds and we're still here and all that kind of stuff uh, City fans were in good voice as you would um, as you would expect them to be I mean I did. it was great what the linesman said to the City players didn't he he was like go over and applaud those fans have paid 62 pounds to be here they shouldn't be applauded the ones who let, stayed away should be applauded a bit of yeah. affirmative action and also I'm, I'm, inter- well. I'm interested as to why what the rationale is for the police taking that banner off those fans what has it got to do with the police there's, there's banners all around that stadium there's banners all around yeah. the Chelsea stadium as well mm. and none of that's not offensive that banner there's no way the police should be taking that away from fans. Was it yeah, the stewards? Well, the stewards initially it was the stewards, but they refused to give it to the stewards, and they got the police involved, and the police backed them up. Well, they could but argue then, but then maybe it, it becomes a crowd control problem. If yeah, you if they're know, exciting it's, something. It's not exciting, no, no, but it's That's, it's, that is absolutely quite modern, literally yeah, PC nonsense. Yes, but it's yeah. modern day, pre- yeah, it's modern day Premier League, isn't it? What made it? Like, what made me laugh was that everyone knew about the sixty-two pound um, ticket yeah. price, though. It, whether they had a yeah. banner or not, everyone was talking about it. The lads had to go because the category down from that is was it thirty-seven. Pounds fifty or something, or thirty-five pounds. Right, it's okay. significantly less. No, no, no. That's um, that was the cheapest ticket for that match. There's a rule in the Premier League that means your the, the away tickets can only be the same price as the cheapest home tickets. Um, but that's oh, a right. Category A match, okay. so they cost more because you know when bigger teams are in town, the tickets cost. The more. fans so are wealthier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What like, an idiotic. It's thing. like if you buy them if you buy your train ticket the night before, it's more expensive than three yeah. months before. That's yeah. true. If you it's buy your TV issue. glasses the night before, it's more expensive. It's <laughs> ludicrous. Schalke had a game once. I think it was Schalke where the, the, the ticket price was 90, <laughs> was 90 euros and there was a banner. 90. Um, 90. There was a banner in saying uh, 90 euros for this match. Um, a football match is 90 minutes. Something like it's. It, this is a football match, not a sex line. Which is <laughs> really good. <laughs> good. When I went to go see her to Berlin back in the last season, it was 14 euros. Mm. Stick that in your pipe. Puffy. Yeah. Um, but yeah good win for Manchester City nevertheless well, just sta- oh, sorry staying on this staying I think you know, there's been a lot said about it and if people really want to take action with it I think what would be a good thing would be if there were a day where clubs of every fan that feel like mm. they're being overcharged by their clubs just stay away from a match just imagine a match of the day where there's just hardly anyone in any That's of the stadiums. Of course, yeah. I mean, we've covered this in the past when Liverpool fans walk from the pub they go to anyway to the stadium they go to. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work. You've got to take affirmative action. Every, you can see pretty much any game that's on on, on the internet now. Yeah. If, if fans can get together and stream it, if you know that people really can't do that in their homes or whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, Reading three, West Brom two was uh, one of the highlights. What a game! One of the highlights <laughs> of the weekend. Incredible comeback um, from the Reddings. Uh, two 0 down with ten minutes to go. Um, but Lukaku was on the score sheet before oh, he was that. Magnificent. Happened. He's just an absolute beast. Morrison and Lukaku look really good they together. Do. They do. They fire balls yeah. into each other so quickly. Oh, like, yeah. Jesus. Can Chelsea not get him back? Well, he wants to stay, doesn't he? Right. And I think they'll, they'll very much want to keep him. But they they'll get Morrison to... in the summer as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he's only thirteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> but Lukaku, yeah, you know, I, I don't know what West Brom's financial situation is, but would they be able to afford him probably no, no way it's a launch an pad an for incredible season, hot shot uh, incredible prospect off of Chelsea no that's not happening is Do it not think, no. no way fair enough but uh, Reading have really really struggled as we all know and the that's Hulk. an incredible platform for them mm. and, and the teams around them should be worried because that's that's huge I mean West yeah. Brom have been in really good form not as good away as they have been at home we know that but West, West Brom have really overachieved and to be 2-0 down with 10 minutes left Fans getting a bit twitchy, maybe. Mm. Um, Booed off at half time. T- yeah, to turn that around is is, is really good. It's amazing. It's interesting because it was, you know, they did score three goals in eight minutes, I think it was. So they've had a good eight minute spell of a match in which they were largely poor, though. So you wonder if it is just a flash in the pan and they've got a bit lucky. But um, it, I hope that Reading can stop. It'll give them belief, though, won't it? It really give yeah. them. Well, I mean, if they can play just well for eight minutes, Jim, and win a game. Imagine 15, 20, 25 <laughs> 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 They've won that game like 17-2 yeah. <laughs> you know, play well And that'll game. be um, the manager's attitude But, but, but Steve, Steve Clark will be I mean the way they crumble yeah. like, that, I mean mm. the last goal I believe was The last goal was a set piece that came in and just didn't deal with it yeah. You've got to be worried about that I mean mm. god twitchy Getting really really sort of worried about balls coming into the box in the last minute You've got to be more professional more right, The ball should not be in front of that striker at that point and I, exactly, I don't think the keeper did exactly. that well Because he kind of got it over the top of the keeper But the keeper was on his line It's like yeah. that's a bit weird that happen? Mm. 
Um, what about Chelsea beating Stoke City 4-0? Stoke City's um, run comes to an end. John Walters helped them with that. Um, penalty miss as well. <laughs> Awful afternoon for everyone, him. No, but everyone sort of go, oh, he played well apart from that. <laughs> no, the brilliant thing. that Nobody's got any goals. <laughs> that was his 100th Premier League game as well. Yeah. What oh, a way to no. The incredible thing with this. Defend from the front. Yeah. In the early stages of the game, he hit an overhead volley into his own face. He did. And that's been overshadowed. Exactly. He's barely even mentioned because he's had yeah. such an absolute shocker. <laughs> the, way, but the way he powered through showed a desire to get that header in front of the striker. Yeah. That's that like amazing. playing for a move to Chelsea. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> Watch this. <laughs> By the end of the game, the commentator was go actually said, um, "Just write this day off, John." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Go on, have yeah. a hot pot, and don't yeah. worry about it. Poor yeah. guy. Poor guy. What about Lampard scoring his 194th goal for Chelsea? Mm. Well, Hazard's goal was the pick. Oh, no, was lovely one, wasn't it? Let's Delish. not bother talking about Lamps' Smash uh, achievement. Hole. No. No. no point um, Should he get a contract It seems a bit I think he should I mean obviously He'd have to accept A reduction in wages I think from, from his point of view That'd be fair enough But I think Frank Lampard More than any other player Is a candidate to be The sort of like Almost the next Ryan Giggs Or Paul yeah. Scholes I think this sort of Complete lack of stability At Chelsea yeah. uh, In terms of managers Makes that increasingly unlikely Because it's, it's, there's so much Change all the time he's But he's good enough To be that but he's, he's, he's earning a shot load of money, isn't yeah, he? Well, really? and, and, and also, and also, there's rumours certainly that apparently if he, um, that uh, the chairman saw uh, him and John Terry sort of undermining AVB, AVB. Yeah, and even that. though he didn't enjoy you know mm-hmm. his time at Chelsea, he still it was still Abramovich's pick to sort of yeah, this is his speak. chance to break well, that little part. We, we covered yeah. Lampard like last week, didn't we? So I mean. But but the, I, I think he's actually been very well. We did, so you don't want to go into it over and over again. You know, but the point is that um, he was he was I think being very care- clever with his PR and stuff. I think he actually mm. wants to go. I think he wants to go somewhere like the MLS, like I said last week. And he's getting the, the PR machine mm. to, to not say that. So it's a sympathetic action. Yeah. Mm. Interestingly enough, when he celebrated. If you watch it carefully, I think he go. He always kisses the badge, doesn't he? Mm. And he actually went to do it. He, he went did. to grab the bat, and then he just. Mm. Uh, if you watch it again, mm. you might agree, <laughs> but you may not. So I'm sure warned. you'll let us know. <laughs> Um, yeah, tweet look about that. Uh, oh, uh, Seb Larson for Sunderland, one of the goals of the weekend, possibly mm. the goal of the weekend. Although Hazard might um, suggest otherwise, but three 0 good home win against West Ham. West Ham were terrible at the back. Oh, they mm. are so bad, yeah, aren't but, they? But uh, better times for, for Sunderland. But what about Southampton? One um, nil away to Aston Villa, good away win. Rodriguez said he didn't die for the penalty. He lied. <laughs> <Yeah>. He did. <laughs> yeah. The penalty wasn't actually given for that though. The referee came out and explained it. Oh, did he? The penalty, oh, the penalty was given for the foul by the goalkeeper. That's right. The oh, other decision. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And so the Rodriguez thing, whilst initially um, was was thought to be, and the, the referee just said that. Well, I would, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! No, no, no! It was for the other one. Yeah. That looked fine. That was eight was minutes ago. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I was thinking about it. No <laughs> advantage. I let play go on. <laughs> Pulled it back. <laughs> um, right, there you go. That's the Premier League for another weekend. Uh, let's go to the Championship, where, where Cardiff drew zero zero with Ipswich Town at home. So slightly surprised result. You think Cardiff um, would have won that, but they are pulling away mm. at the top. I saw the. I didn't see that game. I saw the whole one Sheffield Wednesday three game. Another surprising result. The goalkeeper was amazing, and by amazing <laughs> I mean completely shit. Well, Jakovic, Jakovic, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he sort of he, he caught the ball, got it in his own net. Yeah. After having a couple of other mistakes that he'd, he'd done earlier on in the match, and then he, he was flapping all over the place. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he appeared to pretend that he'd been kicked in the head, and just then put went that net brace on me. Put and, it on me. And yeah, then yeah. Went, <laughs> went through with the lie and just got on the stretcher, and they yeah. took him off. It was like <laughs> wow. When he was just on the floor, though, hugging him, like just holding his face, it was like it, like he'd reverted to being a little boy that just wanted his mum. It was horrible. <laughs> and I remember when we played uh, rugby for our school once. It was just kid called Brian. I bet that was a good time. Oh, it was amazing, actually. Yeah. You should have been there. Uh-huh. Uh, you, don't even, you don't even know about it, so shut up. Well, uh, I'm going to in a minute. There's this guy called Brian. I won't use his second name because I don't want to embarrass him. But in the last minute of this rugby game against another school, he uh, dropped the big kick. I don't really know much about rugby, but he dropped the big kick. Oh, the big kick. <laughs> Someone nipped in the school to try, and he uh, did the old. Oh, I've turned my ankle over. Oh. Started crying. He was fine. The next day, came in school. So, so he faked crying. That's quite impressive. Well, he cried. Yeah. He cried because he was so embarrassed and upset about it. But he hadn't actually hurt his ankle. He came in. Oh, the next right, day, he was fine. Okay. I checked. Yeah, there you go. Ooh. Yeah. So it's a bit like that. 
So if you didn't see it, that's what it was like. Speaking of two footed tennis, you see Fizz, uh, Fizz, Fizz, Fizz. I, I missed that, no. It, it, was, it was about as two footed as you get, completely out of control, just <laughs> properly just went in. Any card? Uh, no cards, no um, cards, no. My point, what's the point? <laughs> Have you ever done a two footer playing football? No. no. I mean, I, normally, as I say, no. I'm grabbing the goals in the headlines so I don't go into <laughs> the um, uh, for, for those who play, just to me, it just seems an odd impulse of two footed tennis. It seems very unnatural. It's very unnatural, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, might, I, I might have told you this before, potentially, but I put a really bad late tackling on someone when I played football when I was a lot younger and I felt bad about it it was an accident I really hurt him he went off um, Luke's uh, stories early. from the past yeah. and, uh, <laughs> in the which he's been the villain check it out the next day he came to my <laughs> came to my checkout at Safeway on crutches and I was like oh, but he didn't recognise me well, that's, that's the nearest I've got to it I'd learned, I learned a little bit something about you there you still, uh, does he still come in Safeway I don't want <laughs> <laughs> good on Jim <laughs> you got him there I like to think that he didn't recognise you because you'd suddenly really you'd suddenly put a carrier bag on your head with two yeah. balls the it. listeners did yeah. the <laughs> listeners did and they're the ones we're trying to impress after all uh, damn it all uh, uh, Burnley beat Crystal Palace Middlesbrough lost um, at home to Watford Leicester City hammered Bristol City Leicester City mm. hammered Bristol City those three have lost their manager now from Bristol City yeah, but O'Driscoll's got the nod and I'm pleased for him because he was harshly treated by Forrest yeah mm. so straight it's good in to there. see in there yeah he barely got a holiday yeah <laughs> oh, barely, got, barely got gardening well you wouldn't get a garden and leave you a sack would you no. when he got, he got sacked uh, boxing there wasn't it yeah it was boxing there wasn't it the spirit of Christmas <laughs> no, at least he got Christmas in <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go to the, the sales now <laughs> um, I, did, I, I was going to say Ooh. I was at AFC Wimbledon 2 Wicker 1 oh, of course you were right. sorry yeah yeah Dan League 2 real football was that um, uh, was that fish chicken and blankets covering the legs of it no it wasn't actually No, I had a, I had a burger at half time and, <laughs> and, and a Kit Kat but I don't know what chaps I actually stood in the quite busy terrace for the first time in such a long time for the first time in about 15 years oh, well, you, you were off you were off well you know because you were talking about you um, you, you, none of you yeah. said you ever stood in the no, terrace no I had I you have, have loads okay. of times but because um, I'm a real man <laughs> but uh, Marcus and Jim have <laughs> Yeah, well, Marcus is a member of the upper middle classes, so there's no chance he's going to And I'm just incredibly late. <laughs> to be fair, though, the town end at Hartlepool was a, 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 like 10 years ago. Scotland, 10 years know. ago was about 15 quid. So we talked about expensive well, this game prices. was 15 pounds to stand. Yeah. Uh, it was too old, it was quite an entertaining game, quite low on quality. But Wickham uh, Wanderers have got some good, I think, and I might be wrong on this, I'm not an expert on their club, but I think they might have sacked off their academy. <laughs> And so they've got two or three young players. I think two or three of their defenders, four defenders on Saturday, were teenagers. Mm. They had a left back who was 17, one of the centre backs, definitely 19. They had a, they had a no nonsense lower league centre half as well. Adidas right? uh, World Cups, massive, big heads. Mm. Big, it sounded like when he was heading the ball, he was saying, Eat it. <laughs> I, I hope that's true. <laughs> it, I might have misheard that though. But there was, it was brilliant because there was this really well spoken fan behind me. And uh, Wicker Wanderers have got a player at front called Dean Morgan, and he's in the, he's in the Berbatov mode on yes. work rate, yes, on work, not in yes. terms of skill. And, yes. and obviously, when he gets when he loses the ball, he trots back and he's miles offside. And everyone's going, "Get back, Morgan! Get onside with you lazy prick!" This stuff. This guy behind me, Morgan, I'm getting tired of your petulance. <laughs> <laughs> That's a brilliant shout. <laughs> but Gareth Ainsworth, manager of Wicker Wanderers, looks thinks he's Jim Morrison is really more Michael Bolton. With his long shame. hair, and, yeah, and uh, Neil Ardley managed. It's still for lower league football. I'm, I welcome that type of behaviour. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but Neil Ardley managed women as it's quite nice. Neil Ardley, yeah, yeah, quite nineties fantastic. But it was alright. As a young player for Wickham who came on, scored the equaliser, Matt McClure, and yeah. about twenty-one, he looked quite good. Tip in, tip yeah, in, big tip, big yeah. tips. Mm. Right, let's go to the league, shall we? Mm. Um, Malaga one, Barcelona three. Um, before we talk about that game, Messi uh, obviously um, won the Ballon d'Or in the ninety-one goals in the calendar year, beating Gerd Müller's record. He sent a Shirt, signed shirt to Gerd Miller after a broker's record. I don't know whether that's um, a two fingers or a nice gesture. It's a as it's weird, messy, isn't it? As it's messy, I'm it's sure probably it's probably nice. nice gesture. Boy, more on Miller later. Oh yeah. I I heard that um, on the in a neckline there was poo smeared on it. <laughs> <laughs> so that when, so that if you try and put it on, it would get stuck in his where, hair. Where did you hear that from? <laughs> uh, a man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does the man only speak to you, and Some, can only you see him? Some, yeah. No, somebody on Twitter does ITK. You know, there's like in the night. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I could exclusively I reveal. I could exclusively <laughs> reveal that Messi's t-shirt had shit on it. All of my sources <laughs> yeah. said. Um, have dropped two. Hang on, hang on. Season. The shirt red. Oh, sorry. The signs it said Messi dropped a photo. For good, <laughs> for good sake, <laughs> for Murd Muller, um, <laughs> my respect and admiration. A hug, a turd, <laughs> <laughs> a wee jobby. <laughs> um, come on, uh, right in your t-shirt. <laughs> 
<laughs> Barcelona, Jim. Yeah. They won. They won a bloody match. Yeah. Um, oh, it's good to see Thiago scoring a lovely one. Yeah, it was. Mm. Um, I really rate him, as many people do. <laughs> but, um, Sixty-four goals in nineteen games. Not, not Thiago, <laughs> the team. Yeah. Yeah. Start him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. What have I got to do, Gaffer? <laughs> No, knock on the door Gaffer can I have a word Yeah I've scored 64 goals In 19 games I don't like your attitude yeah. Keep working hard son Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you, see you tomorrow We'll see what happens When you're at 80 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We don't need any more <laughs> um, But they've dropped Two points all season It's yeah, remarkable it's, it's obscene I mean the transition that they've made from well, they're better than Guardiola's sides have been they've in the made past the best purely of the because it, yeah, yeah that's the best ever start of any team in the league isn't it it's, it's two points and that was against Madrid mm. it's insane yeah. <laughs> Nova. Mm. yeah super Nova. Mm. how's he at the moment because he was not really old oh that's right yeah, yeah. things yeah. on the road no, to recovery yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. hopefully yeah fingers crossed Indeed. go on Tito uh, yeah. Atletico Madrid 2 Real Zaragoza 0 um, oh it's nice to see um, another Thiago Yes, uh, scoring a nice header. Yeah, the forgotten man. Exactly. By me, at least. Tiago <laughs> talk. <laughs> Tiago squared. <laughs> um, and then Falcao, uh, who scored the other, but he suggested he, he absolutely he... abused a penalty. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon it's so violent. Zaragoza just went, look, should we get this over with? Just get your goal, get it out of the way, and we can all concentrate on the game. <laughs> we just see out the last twenty. Or yeah. Um, he suggested uh, he may be moving to PSG soon. As always, he did of... not suggest that. He said France is nice basically no he said France is a marvellous country I love the way he speaks like a member of the aristocracy yeah. France is a marvellous country you have no reason to doubt the ver- veracity of this quote <laughs> I've been there before and I love it um, I've been there before what a schlep showing off <laughs> um, I have one of those overseas <laughs> I went into railing in my youth <laughs> he did say um, PSG have a very ambitious sporting project um, it's not impossible that I could be meeting you, the French media, very soon. He's also said this about Italy, though, isn't he? He's just keeping his options open. I like it. Be very respectful to Madrid all the while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you think, would you like to see him in the Premier League? Of would, you like would. See, would you like to see him stay at Atletico? It would be nice for them to try and build something, but is that is it really worth taking on Barcelona and Madrid at the moment? Well, when you could get forty Simeone, million or something. Simeone is doing a good job. He's doing a very good job. Yeah, I think. I think. No, it, I mean, from Falcao's point of view, he should stay to the end of the season. Yeah, I was, I was, of course. I wasn't yeah. saying. That I you forget had said that Simeone a, hadn't done a good job. <laughs> I forget that they are Atletico Madrid. They'll fuck it up at some point. Yeah, yeah. Someone um, from above. But there was talk of uh, Torres going there on loan. I would not see if I could go to Chelsea. I'm sorry, Chelsea no. fans. It'd be a bit boring. I'd like to see him go under un, to Wigan under Martinez. <laughs> oh, okay. that'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Mm. Come on, it would be Franco spe- de Santo just off him. He's got a great goal. He did. I don't, I, I've never said why, why, why footballers of that sort of calibre. Well, I don't understand exactly why because they'll never win anything. But um, they don't go to a club that they're the biggest thing. They're maybe in a big city. They'll make exactly the same. Oh, they they'll make anywhere play. else. Yeah, and they'll get to play yeah. every single match. Mm. They won't be using a squad rotation system yep. if they went to sit. Yep. They went to but sorry, Manchester, Manchester City but, or uh, yeah. in Falcao's case, he is legitimately probably the best striker in the world. Yes, I mean, he make but, it <laughs> but when well, if, if they went to like oh, he wants yeah. to go and play with the best striker. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> no, but you are right, Pete. Um, uh, I think that to be fair, he'd get his game at Arsenal. <laughs> to be fair, like you know, if I think, he, yeah, we'd gladly have him. He's actually listening. Falks, big Falks. game though. I reckon he'd get. I hope he would get to appease Walcott that much. Falcao <laughs> starting on the bench or putting in a shift at left back. <laughs> but you, you can't pay him too much because you'll upset Johan Juru <laughs> and the post structure. Sorry, Falcao. Not and he's front. technically still an Arsenal yeah. player despite his loan. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. So we, we shall see how he ends up. I did like um, talking of pay and whatnot. I did quite like the the PSG um, Brazilian wing and uh, Nene. Oh, Nene. Yeah, Nene. I saw this. Yeah, yeah. When he said that he's, he's leaving to go and play for Qatar. He's a decent player. Yeah. Decent mm, player. Top scorer in um, league. <laughs> Last right? season, I believe. Yeah. Last season, yeah. and uh, was he thirty-one now, something like that? But um, he's going to play uh, in in Qatar, and he just said the pay is wonderful. <laughs> These things only happen once in life. And but he did go on about he's talking about his family and stuff. Yeah. But and I think the, it wasn't the quote I have to bullard family's future, <laughs> yeah. which is it's fair enough. Well, Carl Ancelotti won't play him because he punched the dugout, didn't he? Yeah, like, that's what I read. That's oh. really weird, though. <laughs> Should, <laughs> do not punch my dugout from last season. <laughs> Who's dug out? And why did he be punched? Do you wonder at PSG if if Falcao were to join? Is, is Big Zlats going to be happy with that? Didn't they score more goals mm. than Giroud last season? Um, oh, I don't know actually. Maybe, maybe I've got that. He's up there. He's up there. Or maybe he was PSG's top scorer. He's, he plays wide left. I know. I don't. I'd be surprised. He's got a lot of goals. The point. Yeah, he's, he's a great yeah. player. But it's interesting yeah. if Falcao yeah. wants PSG. Was, was, was Zlatan would be happy? No. Imagine a front three. Is Zlatan ever Ronaldo, happy? Ronaldo, Zlatan, and Falcao. <laughs> would they tread on each other's toes? 
Zlatan would tread on the other's toes Yeah I think so Yeah, He'd come out on top As he always does um, As Osasuna nil Real Madrid nil Drop points again Kaka got sent off he But did. I don't like that No I don't First time he's been sent off for Madrid I think Well he hasn't actually played much so he, 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 It's Ivory Coast in the World Cup every, <laughs> Oh yeah that, was a, yeah that was right Yeah I forgot <laughs> oh, about that Good memory, good memory. Yeah. Um, yeah he came on as a sub And then got sent off so. He got booked twice in about 12 minutes Woodgate-esque <laughs> one, one was for Was one for not letting them Take a free kick it was really I think that was the second one That was the second yeah, one okay, But he was yeah. already walking He was like Oh yeah no well, he's another one that's surely on the way in the summer you'd think it's but he's picked up his form there. a little bit though hasn't he Isn't do you think he's thinking oh, I could have been I could be earning 250 grand a week at City I'd like yeah, to yeah he yeah. bottled it that, I'd like to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that would have upped his tides was it anything to do with Gary Cook yeah, it's yeah. weird those sort of players of his sort of generation like him I don't know Ronaldinho or yeah. where, where they'll never earn under you know 200,000 yeah. pounds yeah. a week that's wherever right. they go for the next you know five years of, the, of their careers it's, more, it's incredible it's just a guaranteed it's like playing the Premier League where you're going at a championship level and you still get paid shitloads of money the pay is wonderful that's what Rivaldo is holding out for yeah hey I've got, one more, I've got one more yet. move in me. Um, <laughs> I mean, Osasuna are bottom of the league. It's just crisis time at Madrid. It's it really point. is. It's a good point. Well, them. Mourinho yeah. just looks yeah. a bit bored. They're quite, they're quite obviously just focusing on the Champions League. He doesn't give a damn, does he? He does not. But, um, I don't think doesn't Pepe care. and Sergio Ramos could play. I don't think either of them played at the, at the weekend. Do you think, do you think Mourinho, if it, it's, when it's obvious that um, he's going to finish in the summer, he will actually make it that they finish fifth? Just yeah, it's it's but win the Champions League and yeah. finish fifth. Yeah. <laughs> it's a dangerous game he's playing, but it's going to plan. Yeah. I, I, for one, was hugely surprised when I read that Ramos couldn't play because he was suspended. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, that's enough of the league. Let's go to Serie A. Um, just a quick round up there. Palma won, Juventus won. Juventus remain top, but only three points mm. in the it being between, between them and, uh, and Lazio. Talk of uh, Roberto Donadoni, coach of uh, Palma, moving to Milan to replace Allegri. Let's talk of it. I've heard rumours about Guardiola. Have you? No, they, they can't afford him. Well, well uh, Donny would go to Milan, and yeah. and um, he would. They're yeah. only a, I think Palmer only a point behind me in the league, and they're undefeated at home as well. So, do you know who I think should be in charge of Milan? Dimitro Albertini. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Lazio, good win for them against Atalanta. They, they closed it up on Juve, but um, there was a handball involved in the first goal. He tried to move his hand up the way, but I thought I thought it was quite funny. I was like, oh yeah. come on, they owned up the other week for one. Yeah, with their closer yeah. that was yeah. a wild they, they deserve a handball it goal was, yeah they should get doing. a free one it was similar that's, to the that's why you're doing it to get another one that's not fair <laughs> you don't get the apology then mm. yeah <laughs> um, I don't know if that was the real reason Probably. it wasn't the real reason <laughs> can, can we play, please can we please <laughs> focus that, focus on the important thing here which is the amount of gesticulation by the Atlanta oh. player <laughs> it was like they'd been replaced by mime artists there was so much emotion you thought they were going to cry yeah it's class it was all this right in the and this is just over a throw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> before we even get to this the build up to the goal yeah. before the game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the passion of it though is so intense, and it's funny because when when English players run up to referees, oh, sorry, when Premier League players, English players do yeah. it, it's quite intimidating. Mm. And, and but the, they go the, the Atalanta players run right up to him, and we're just like waving hands. It's true. Yeah, there's that's a, a very a subtle good difference point. between aggression and passion. Yes, mm. that's, a, that's an excellent point. One that we should discuss another Ask time. Ask my come face. Oh, oh. cut that out! Is that all you can say? Yeah. Apologies, apologies for that. Um, Napoli, they uh, beat Palermo three 0 um, and uh, they're, they're five points off the top. That the team from Naples. You see, Inla's well. goal. Oh, yeah. I did indeed. Magnificent. The great thing about yeah. Inla's goal was he did a dance afterwards. And normally, when footballers it dance, it's rubbish. But his was amazing. <laughs> it, it, it was just a proper sort of like little body popping thing. It's like he could probably do this. Is it <laughs> Yeah. Was it what? Is it as good as uh, Kevin Prince Bate? Uh, uh, that was good, and it was short. But watch it; it was impressive. Yeah, I would Make your own judgment on that. <laughs> yeah, it's like got, got to dance yeah. final. Oh, was it good enough? Oh, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, seven. <laughs> strictly come dance joke for you there for the ladies. Oh, I went got to dance. For the ladies. You went strictly come dancing. Yeah. Mm. Let's go to Brazil. But let's go to Brazil very quickly before we go into international football. Rivaldo is about to sign for his fifteenth club. He's forty and uh, has reportedly agreed to join Brazilian side Sao Caetano. Yeah. I tried to research them I can't find anything about them <laughs> they're in the Re second day Ronaldo's yeah. agent has not told him that he can retire basically he doesn't know it's an option the weird thing is his uh, Rivaldinho his son yes. has, just, has just signed for uh, Corinthians oh, right. oh, oh, could meet in the cup or something. world that champions world champions mm -hmm. Pete <laughs> oh, we could have Rivaldinho and Romarinho in the Brazil squad in the future <laughs> brilliant with that and also Messi's cousin has just signed for Vittoria as well oh it's oh. exciting 
You've... He's 28, though, he's shit. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> oh, oh, what? What about John Terry's brother? That <laughs> was Wayne Rooney's brother in there, man. imagine John Terry's return at Stoke. Concrete in the boots. Give away a pen. That's what we've been missing. That's what the Chelsea fans were But yeah, great stuff, Rivaldo. Well done. Uh, right. <laughs> Before we go to, to Pete's game, the African Cup of Nations is soon. Yay. Yeah. Starts on Saturday, I think. You just checked your watch. Yeah, because I've got you're a bat- that, what, 14th. You're that looking forward to it. Yeah, f- five days' time, Saturday. Yeah. I've got my Cape Verde um, world chart up. Yeah, oh, yeah. they're, in, they're looking, in looking forward to seeing uh, the captain called uh, Nando, who looks like a homeless Didier Drogba. He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, look at him, he generally does. And they've also got the, their goalkeeper's called Fock, that's his nickname. Oh, Fock. lovely. How do you spell that? How do you spell that? F O C K. Nice. Fock. Yep. Fuck Super Fock. They're in with South Africa, the host Angola, and Morocco. I don't fancy the chances. I fancy Ghana or Ivory Coast. There it is. Not really pushing the ball. I want out. Zambia again. What about Herbs? Come on. Hey. Big Herb. We've got there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the best thing um, in the world ever that we get to see Harvard Renard in 2013. Yay. What's he going to be wearing? What isn't he going to be wearing? Have you seen his hair? Is it still the same? Oh, I d- oh no, I've left him. I trust whatever that man's going to do. <laughs> you have left him. <laughs> I've left him. A little treat for yourself. Mark is going to be watching his game in like a, like a smoking jacket with nothing on underneath. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally flop over when Herb comes on the telly. <laughs> <laughs> that white shirt, we're wearing some sort of white shirt. Oh, well, they carry the injured players, remember it? Oh. He will carry that team to the final if he needs to. Yeah. The copper bullets. That'll be in the montage, though. Yeah. Is it, it's on Eurospot this year. Hmm. Usually, isn't it? Eurospot. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's one of the, um, the BBC. It's a bit of BBC as well, I think. Is it? Yeah, oh, I haven't yeah. checked, but it's, it's definitely available. Yeah, Widely yeah. available. Get your TV time. The sort now. of thing I say I'm going to watch, and then I'm always busy. <laughs> oh. Drop with Swan Song, though. He's, mm. he's going to be desperate. He's going to be desperate. Ivory Coast. It would be a brilliant, brilliant thing if I don't know. I believe so. Isn't he, um, I didn't see that. Yeah, this, um, uh, I know that Adebayo changes mine. He's not gone with Togo, has he? Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, so. yeah, but Ivory Coast. I mean, what's going to happen there? But it's nice mm. to see Nigeria back in the tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and uh, Ethiopia as well. Another one. Mm. Um, go them. Uh, right. It's now time for Pete's game, but not before this. Good news, Ramblers. We have a betting partner. And our betting partner, William Hill, are offering to match any sporting bet from £10 to £25 when you, a listener to the Football Ramble, open a new William Hill sports account. Go to thefootballramble.com slash William Hill to find out more and claim your free bet now. All right, it is time for my game. Pete's game. <clears throat> a young man by the name of uh, Ben Walsh came up with this title, so thank you for that, Ben Walsh. Leon Britton's got talent. strong. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'd, have many, I'd have him in the England squad Bloody that works down, That went down very well didn't it? <laughs> Britain's got talent Excellent Ooh. I think that's probably my favourite so far Yeah What? I'll not have this Yeah well I'll not have this I'll not have that <laughs> Right uh, your clues I don't Get know where ready, my clues Pete. is Do you want some interval music? <laughs> 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 I don't know why it hasn't come. Um, I almost did the, the uh, men behaving badly theme tune. There. That's the first thing that came into my head. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why I had Johnny Briggs. <laughs> oh, just while he's doing that, I was. I, this is a, a legitimately, absolutely true story. I happened upon a charity shop today, and I went in there to look for the uh, vinyl for your clothes. <laughs> the vinyl section, right. and I found a twelve-inch single of Diamond Lights. Can no, you believe that? Oh, Real job. Brilliant. So I snapped it up for a pound. Oh, you got it. Did yeah, you? of course. Of course, he did. Yeah. Lovely stuff. There you go, Pete. I can't do any more filling. (laughs) (laughs) That was good, though. Thanks. Cheers. Relevant as well. I am Argentinian. Stop. Is it uh, Nelson Vivas? (laughs) No, no, it is not. What? Did somebody stop me there? Under my cough. He decided against it. I was a defender. Stop. Is it your love and the man who's about to leave you for Richard? No, no, let's not talk about him. Stop. Okay. Is it Gabriel Heinzer? No. <clears throat> in uh, my entire career I do believe I made 348 appearances I do believe 9 goals definitely a defender yeah after tearing my hamstring 27 minutes into my West Ham debut against Millwall I then offered to have my contract with the club cancelled oh I know this which the club accepted oh, oh. Alan Pardew commented that it was the most honest things he had ever known a footballer God, to do. This is on the tip of my uh, brain. Yeah. <laughs> on the tip <laughs> of my brain. brain. <laughs> on the stem of my brain. I played for... Stop Googling, Luke Moa. All right. Are you actually... Oh, he's actually... Oh! Oh! Yeah, oh! Cool. I will, uh, you know... I was preparing for the next feature. I wasn't. Oh, the next feature where you cheat. Is that called a <laughs> right. I, wasn't, I wasn't Googling. I promise you I wasn't. Outrageous. I'll sit out if you want me to. I'll Outrageous. Be- it's fine. <laughs> 
Yeah, we might need you. <laughs> <laughs> Ipswich, Tottenham, West Ham. I played for all of those. Oh, clubs. stop! It's got to be. Um... Stop, Tariko. Oh, you mother! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, stop! Yeah. Stop me! Didn't even wait. Didn't even wait. I'm not having that. You were trying to Google something. But, well, because yeah, there's exactly. suspicions of me cheating, I wasn't. I'll let you have it. Backstairs Thanks. intrigue. Yeah. Wow! So Hitler got in the power. Unbelievable! <laughs> that was night of the long night. Oi! I knew you. Yeah, you did. You did <laughs> off the phone. Absolutely. I've never felt more like Jermaine Defoe. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Put the Hulk away. Did you have it as well? No, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Turns out it wasn't as much in my was brain. A dirty as I player, he was. Nasty picture. Oh dear. Right. Enough Hard of that. Like I've won. It's time for correspondence. Right. Before we go into traditional Twitter and Facebook question of the week, you chaps will probably remember, and hopefully some of our listeners will as well. Uh, a while ago, we profiled a player called Leonidas da Silva. Yeah. The Black Diamond, the great right, Sao Paulo, Flamengo, Brazilian, player, yeah. uh, Brazilian striker, <clears throat> and also apparently mm. uh, inventor of the bicycle kick. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so anyway, uh, ramble listener called. Uh, Nick bear me a second Nick Nick Pavanelli oh, hang on a minute I think I know what's coming says it's been over a year since I enjoyed the <coughs> Dean Winners Hall of Fame admittance of Leonidas da Silva um, and you mentioned the Diamante Negro chocolate bars that are yes! in Brazil I knew you were going to say that yeah right well he says um, come on they've got an impressive 8.2% market share across all chocolate bar sales in the country <laughs> that's huge um, anyway I've just come back from Christmas with family in Brazil where I was born and raised until 7 years ago and I thought I'd pop you a few bars to try yes! we've got wow. some bars on the football ramble Diamante <laughs> Negro ones after Leonidas da Silva and I'll hand them out well and we can eat them now I don't even want to open it eat it wow <laughs> that, that is That's very so good there's one each that we can do a live review of the Diamante Negro chocolate bar I'm going to try and open it so I can keep the wrapper because I'm so cool What's this? It's, it's basically like a chocolate bar that looks like nuts it's like a galaxy it. the top is like a galaxy oh my chocolate. giddy I'm going to sell that Christmas is coming like, late crispy as well mmm oh there's a very handy little tear thing there as well the design is absolutely what do you think gorgeous. to it it uh, reminds me of um, um, bad Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah, so. it, 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 it chocolate like tastes like cheap Easter egg chocolate. Mm. Mm. It's just been poisoned. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's, been <laughs> it's a bit like a sort of. Um, <laughs> it's from a rival podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Toblerone. <laughs> it's a bit, yeah. It's one of the strangest things we've Fairly pleasant, though. Mm. I imagine this a is a fascinating tribute. listen. A fitting tribute to the man. Thanks for that, Nick. Yeah, um, seriously, thank you so much. Nick Pavanelli, was, that, was that sent in a um, um, internal, like memo. In, <laughs> internal memo, memo envelope. work office envelope? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a lovely yeah, man! Me. Right, isn't that Nick is... brilliant? Yeah, yeah. Round the boss for Nick. Oh. No, no, no. Yeah. You're not in the Winter Hall of Fame. Into the Pete Donaldson Chocolate Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You'd be a bit lonely in there. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to have to put someone into that every week now? <laughs> well, I feel get sent chocolate, Jim. I feel bad that we've not piped up about the guy sent us that Marks and Spencer stuff a while ago. We do that now. Yeah. Send stuff in and you go into the Pete Donaldson Chocolate Hall of Fame. There you go. If it's <laughs> from now on. If it's chocolate. If it's... Don't, right, don't, don't limit them. Okay. Do you want to do the Twitter and Facebook question of the week next or do you want to do something else? Um, uh, <clears throat> now let's do, let's do an email. <coughs> Jim, okay. what have you got for us? Mark hasn't even eaten it. Got an email. I, no, I, I think we'll take a picture of the wrapper. Yeah, I've got half. I'll have half later. No. Yeah. Okay. Put it on Twitter just to prove that we're not lying. Jim. Got an email here from James Sanders. It says, Hey, it's James in Vancouver. Oh, yeah. the podcast. Listening to Keys and Grey this week, David Pleat seemed upset that all people seem to remember him for is running across the pitch in some dodgy beige suit and white shoes. I'm sure there are one or two other tales for younger <coughs> listeners you can recount to remember him by. <laughs> Cheers. There's one in particular I can think of that I don't think was really mentioning. <laughs> what yeah. are you going to say, Pete? Nothing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've all had moments of weakness Marcus Feller <laughs> um, uh, David yeah. Pleat if you're listening I've got a few here that you might want to be Can remembered just say that, that was a, um, a mention of Keys and Grey I've done that for a yeah. while yeah. Still and find them. that brilliant <laughs> still find them if you look hard at them yeah. <laughs> they're still on um, oh. they'll be back with Al Jazeera you yeah, watch yeah they're still on Al Jazeera yeah. they'll be in the shard mm. so um, we also got it's just, this is actually completely coincidental but David Triggs also in the same week that guy's not called David Triggs is he? no, no he's, David, he's Tri in, he's in, David Triggs actually sent us a collection of the best David Pleat quotes from his time as a co-commentator <laughs> I, I was really worried you were going to say David Pleat chocolate there <laughs> no no <laughs> um, I wouldn't be eating that he's been told about that the, uh, the, um, <laughs> you can't pay him with chocolate you've got to use money that's enough <laughs> so here's some of the best um, to courtesy of David Triggs who compiled them I, I suppose <laughs> He sent the best co-commentary <laughs> moments from David Pleat's career, okay? Um, he wasn't caught in a labour. I don't yeah. have to keep him, sorry. David, <laughs> David Pleat, the Swedish only have 10 minutes to do something should they want to stay in this competition. <laughs> Clive Tilsley, there's still 26, 26 minutes left of the game, David. Oh dear, I forgot to put my watch back to Swiss time. <laughs> 
<laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, another one. No yellow cards yet. Only mustard ones. Oh. What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Not bother saying that anymore. They're, they're all gonna. <laughs> He's a good defender. That. A real fish and chips man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jimmy means meat and potatoes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not too sure how much you get for winning the Champions League, but it's definitely 10 million euros. <laughs> <laughs> this next one I actually support him on. He says here, there he goes again, Tevez, doing doggies. You've got to do your doggies if you're a striker. Yeah, that's You've true. You've got to do your doggies. You do, you What's do. your doggies? Your doggy runs. Working the channels, all oh, that. Oh, stuff. right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, doggies. After, after a Manchester United Roma game, the Romans are disappearing now on the bus, trains, or wherever they live. <laughs> stream of consciousness even if it? the others live on the buses or trains it's quality there's Jermaine Defoe checking the weather on his phone no doubt he's a lovely boy <laughs> <laughs> checking the weather on his phone Clive no doubt he obviously does it a lot yeah he probably does Clive Tilsey well we have a Spanish referee for this all English encounter please yes well it is hot <laughs> <laughs> to keep their heads in uh, this hot weather uh, mate, this, I'll tell you what this is my favourite one this is, we'll sign off with this one uh, it, all of them I think Clive Tilsley seems to bring out the best in him this one's with Clive as well Clive Tilsley this won't be United's biggest win in Europe they actually won a game 10-1 David Pleat I remember that as a young man against Anderlecht wasn't it Tilsley it was in 1903 David <laughs> <laughs> those two are great together so there you go that's what he's like um Terry Sheddingham was Oh that's another one Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that can happen to anybody yeah. I'm glad it happened to him Yeah um, uh, Didn't you like his intro Don't you Oh yeah well, when, when he's a co- when he's co-commentator and the, and the commentator says And I'll join tonight By David Pleat Good evening David David always yeah. takes the time To say good evening Good evening everyone I like that That's nice yeah. hmm. showbiz. showbiz isn't it exactly. Showbiz It's a one to one relationship it's, Though you should just say <coughs> Hello you It's showbiz yeah. And it's also gentlemanly hmm. He's old school Isn't he He is Man it's cost so. nothing We did a Twitter question as well um, Luke's not done with his oh, this uh, is a very, very, very Luke heavy, isn't it? Sorry about that. That's all right. Um, this, the simple Luke's t- very heavy. I'm a Genji. Go on, oi, oi. that's your one. <laughs> I say that while I'm eating a piece of chocolate. <laughs> so. um, the Twitter question this week, well, for Twitter and Facebook, was simply, "What would you rather spend sixty-two pounds on?" Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Hughes says, "I'd take sixty-two children to Wigan versus Fulham and play at being Fagan, but I'd only let them steal pies and pasties." <laughs> I'm just, confused. Yeah, it's just it's not strange, a pound yeah. of tickets. Mm. Um, can I give you an X-rated one? Is that allowed, or is it a mm. family show? I thought you said something about my ejaculatory face. So Stevie Mac says a hooker purely because I'd rather p- pay to fuck than pay to watch ten men get fucked. Oh, <laughs> oh. I should never said that. That's Sorry. proper like builders joke, isn't it? Michael Frill brings it back by saying. <laughs> Six copies of Jurassic Park on Blu-ray for my friends and family. Unbeknowing <laughs> to him, he brings it back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's time for Pete's Corner. Sam Tennant, a quarter of some TV glasses from an airport vending machine oh, in your face. Were no, they sixty-two pounds? I think two hundred odd. Yeah, yeah, well, he, he I was just wasting all my dollars, getting rid of all my oh, dollars. I know you. Which were, is a Pete. fine excuse if you ever get caught in trouble mm. doing something you shouldn't be doing. David <laughs> You know you can change the money back into our currency No <laughs> Conor McStay says I'd pay for the distribution rights to Paul Jewell's sex tape <laughs> 62 oh. quid won't cost you that much no, no, I was no, gonna say. Not even that no. I was going to say Right are we done <laughs> Another mention of that lovely um, thing Are we, are we done a couple, Oh yeah a couple more um, James Morn says I'd buy uh, John Walters as many pints as I could He'd be desperate to forget Saturday okay. <laughs> And finally James McCardle pops up with Heroin <laughs> I think he might have thought that was a private message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cheers, James. Is there a question mark <laughs> on the end of that? <laughs> or an exclamation mark? Yeah. You're getting demanded. Um, no, no street name, just heroin. There's, yeah. there's no question mark at the end, but in my experience, heroin addicts aren't that bothered about punctuation. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're puncturing their veins. profile. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's profile time indeed. Mm. And uh, this week we have a match going in. It's not just any match. It's the match of the century. I'm so looking forward to this. Oh, in other words, the 1970 World Cup semi-final between Italy and West Germany. Oh, Marcus, this isn't going to get us any chocolate like three months down the line. You never know. (laughs) The match happened on the 17th of June, 1970. Just three short years after the summer of love. I imagine it was still in the memory. Easy on that. Um, There (laughs) are... Few more classic fixtures in world football than this one: Germany versus Italy. They've had some ding dong battles over the years, but this was the uh, the main one. Unquestionably, uh, the powerhouses of European football. Absolutely, well, the two most successful European sides in international mm. football. Spain are obviously challenging that very much so, but they're not there yet. Um, this was the first time they played each other 
Um, sorry, no, this was the second time they played each other in, in World Cup finals. First time was in Chile uh, in 1962, which ended nil nil. This meet four years later in the searing heat of Mexico City uh, would be far more enthralling. Eight years later. Eight years later. Not four. Sorry, that was the next World Cup 66. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're here yeah. for the first time tonight. I'll do um, the math stuff. That's why I got the, that's why I got the summer love. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I gave you it. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing the sums. Silly me. <laughs> um, uh, right. Uh, now, it, it, it's such a good game that it, um, the, the stadium which the match took place, the Azteca, has a plaque to commemorate it. Mm. And the Germans call this game um, Jahrhundertspiel. They do. Which is. Nice, I think. Yeah. What does it mean? It means game of the century, I think. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't speak German. Can you not tell by that pronunciation? I don't speak German. Uh, I don't know. I can't speak German. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. um, uh, the rivalry between these two nations is quite something. Um, and one could suggest that the rivalry really got going in this particular fixture mm. and with this particular match. In the previous World Cup, obviously West Germany finished runners up. <coughs> Excuse me. Italy had uh, gone out rather disappointingly in the first round. Mm. The Italians had won uh, the European Championships in 1968, much smaller tournament than, than, than nowadays, but they still won it. Um, but both sides were um, still amongst the top teams going into the World Cup um, in Mexico. 1970 World Cup. I mean, first yeah. World Cup in colour, of course. Great mm. stuff. Yeah, exactly. So arguably um, the best World Cup. Is that fair? It's, it's up there. Six to six, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, certainly a very iconic one as well. Mm. Um, now. In the first round, both teams won their groups in expected fashion. <laughs> West Germany won all three of their games, scoring. Sure, like Barry Davis. Yeah. <laughs> Barry Davis in your voice. Yeah, well, there's always Barry. Yeah. Um, uh, West Germany won uh, all three of their games, scoring ten goals in the process. <laughs> uh, Gerd Müller got two hat tricks and a single. Heyday. Yeah. Payday. The bomber. Bomber donation. There's another one. That he was, uh, he was nicknamed. If you that remember, sounds like a '90s dance act, which is exactly what you said when we profiled him about three years. <laughs> really, ago. Yeah. Uh -oh, <laughs> good to see, good to see I've grown. <laughs> um, new material. Mm. He's already in. He can't believe he's being dragged out for oh. this hearing again. Um, Not with what he's got to get out of his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Seven goals oh. he scored in the group stages. Of course he did. Great stuff. That's, Italy. That's more than most top scorers score in the whole tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right. You'd yeah. have to go back to. Um, you have to go back quite a few World Cups, mm. would you not? Oh no, Ronaldo got, scored. Yeah, he got eight. He got eight. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so so Germany um, powered through their group. Italy, on the other hand, topped their group, winning just one and drawing two, scoring one goal in their three games, <laughs> but conceding none. That'll do. That'll do. Sneaky, sneaky to the top of the group and a away. Clash of philosophies. Yes, mm. indeed. Um, now in the in the quarterfinals, um, there was no second round in those days. Straight to the quarterfinals, West Germany famously beat England three two after coming back from two 0 down. Italy found their scoring boots though. They put the hosts Mexico out in a four one win. It's not not an easy game against the hosts. No, mm. and Mexico are a decent side. But Italy do that, don't they? They'll scrape through and then they'll save it up. They'll mm. batter someone. That's oh, right. they're traditionally slow starters, Jim. Mm. They really are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, it was on the 17th of June 1970, Italy would face West Germany in the semi-final of the World Cup. Just over 102,000 turned up to see <gasps> this one in that in magnificent the, stadium. Stadio Azteca. Have you been there, Mark? No, I've never no. been. I'd love to go there. Um, the, the locals weren't really supporting Italy as they just put their side out in the earlier round. But I think with those World Cups, people just bloody loved it didn't they yeah, <laughs> I mean it was just um, <laughs> a, a great atmosphere so two differing styles of play came face to face now the Germans had many recognisable names in their boaty votes Uwe Seeler the captain Gerd Müller and Franz Beckenbell oh yeah whereas Italy uh, they had their yeah. Schnellinger as well yeah Italy uh, set Meyer in gun oh big uh, big uh, Italy had their star man up front Gigi Riva who was um, superbly nicknamed due to his speed powerful shooting and aerial, uh, aerial ability Rombo de Tuono Roar of Thunder oh, oh. still their top scorer still their top scorer now. It, oh is that right Luigi Riva yeah. He's, yeah yeah he was a fantastic player so uh, this game truly was an epic battle although um well, let's just talk about it. Italy got things going uh, after eight minutes um, when Bonin Sega scored the opening goal and the Germans responded and came forward, mm. as you would imagine they would, Jim. Um, uh, and it, it's a strange one, really, because, I mean, we'll, we'll get on to, to re really the, the, the special part of the game, but for the game of the century, the 90 minutes wasn't that spectacular. It was good. I mean, I mean I've seen lots of the game on, yeah. the, um, on the ESPN Classic and we'll, other places, but Albert Hose, the Italian keeper, makes a lot of good saves. He does make a lot of good saves, yeah. He, 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 he 
loves tipping him over the bar. There's, a, loves <laughs> there's an outrageous one. Yeah, and that was an extra time. He he was actually caught up in the Tontanero scandal, which is the uh, same one as Palarossi in '82. Yeah, in '82. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah, came up back from his band for '82. Mm. But he ended his his career in disgrace, <clears throat> Albertozzi, which is a shame because he served mm. such great distinction. I think he was about forty by then. Okay. Um, so he, he effectively ended his career. Right. Which is, but he was amazing in that game. Yeah, yeah he was indeed. Um, I think was it the first half where Beckenbauer did a big forty-yard raking run, mm. but he was stopped by um, yeah. the Italian captain uh, Fraschetti. You know, real sort of yeah. Yeah, goes yeah. past a few, doesn't he? Yeah. Epic stuff. Yeah. So um, the West Germans will continue this onslaught on the Italian goal for the rest of the first half and into the second period. Uh, but the Italians had bolted the door, um, and at the start of the second half, Italy, as they tended to do in that tournament, brought on uh, Gianni Rivera. But we'll come to him in a bit. Mm. Um, now Germany did have a few chances hit the bar a couple of efforts as you say the keeper um, uh, makes some great saves Franz Beckenbauer in the 67th minute charged forward and was fouled on the edge of the box Germans thought they had a, should have had a penalty but it wasn't given Beckenbauer dislocated his shoulder in the collision but Germany had made both their substitutions Pete into a sling the shoulder went what's, and, German, uh, what's German for strap it up <laughs> <laughs> it really was he played on with a dislocated Mend shoulder and make do. Terminator of a oh, man it's absolutely that he broke his collarbone as well so it's quite a painful yeah yeah. Just yeah. put it in a sling and away you go it's a World Cup semi-final I'm playing on but like, imagine going up for headers imagine the sun if John Terry did that in people yeah, oh yeah. god oh, <laughs> unbearable yeah. make him king yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Italy got to uh, injury time until their defence was breached and it was Karl-Heinz Schnellinger Scored his only international goal that day. He also played for AC Milan at the as time. Well. He'd had a like, long career in Italy, and yeah, so that yeah. was that was incredible. And <laughs> speaking of nicknames, Schillinger was known in Germany as the Volkswagen because of his efficiency. Oh, <laughs> so oh, good! How efficient have so you good. got to be to stand out for that in Germany? <laughs> <laughs> That's quality. That is <laughs> the goal he scored. The defending. Yeah. They're so knackered. But yeah. It's really it's so funny, isn't it? Can I just say I think I spotted four or five Italian players' socks rolled down. <laughs> <laughs> I think the job's done well I think yeah I think um, to sum it up he had a uh, free volley from about eight yards yeah out. no one no one within yeah. four or five I yards mean, it was a classy it. finish oh yeah especially for a guy who never scored he's a left back it shows what chaos the game had gone into <laughs> yeah, at that point exactly yeah but, and, that, and that's really where the, 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 the game remained <laughs> yeah yeah that's, right. that's really where it all sort of all hell broke loose um, I mean as I say the 90 minutes it was good but as, as uh, Luigi Riva said himself you know it, it wasn't that good a game in the first 90 minutes the extra time was uh, things where things really got exciting well the, I mean the, the first goal West Germany scored in extra time to go 2-1 up the, the, Müller scored. The, yeah. the defending in that as well he, he, it's funny he sneaks it across the line doesn't he yeah because the defender has got no one around him when the ball comes over he tries to chest it down to the keeper yeah. mucks it up and then Müller just, just nips in and the ball agonisingly rolls over barely the touches the net and suddenly, yeah. suddenly it's 2-1 so Italy have to come out and play um, four minutes later Bergnic equalised to make it all square again really poor Martin <laughs> <laughs> six minutes later the Premier League this season well Riva then puts one in the bottom corner to make it 3-2 to Italy again he was and then they think it's over then they do you can, yeah you can see it on all the players faces the relief well they make it into they make it to the second half but into the great, the great thing about the game is it's another example of what people have much more than people than us have said about the game where 1970 was the last World Cup where it wasn't all about tactics and all about being yeah. athletic because yeah. there's no pressure on the ball at any stage yeah. Yeah, the yeah. players get the ball on the halfway line yeah. they're just rolling it around knocking it about mm -hmm. and then it's, an, it's an extra time of, um, of a World Cup semi-final that's right because the athleticism isn't there or isn't as, is, isn't as favoured as it, as it is <clears> now basically yeah absolutely so it makes this quite weird atmosphere it does. it's very slow paced that's but right. it's very dramatic at the same but time yeah. but even actually and I would wager that, I'd wager that the last World Cup Really, I mean, of that sort was probably '86 again in Mexico City. If you've watched the, the World Cup final of '86, it's such a funny affair. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it really is so distinctly different from what we know as a final. The atmosphere is totally different. They've, they've not got that intense pressure, mm. and uh, and not everyone's having a go at the referee. Bear in mind, it's Argentina versus West Germany. Yeah. you know, um, <laughs> it's it, very. But if very like funny. one team sort of like got their foot off the gas a little bit, gives you a chance to regenerate a little That's bit. Right. So yeah, God, yeah. yeah, I don't mind. Just keep doing yeah. that. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> but. It, but the, the glorious thing about this period of extra time which is probably the greatest well I mean it's a match of the century so in, in, at least we can say it's, it's the, the best period of extra time in, in, in you know, five goals yeah, exactly yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> unbelievable five stuff. goals with ten minutes left still as well yeah a well, real advert for the golden goal <laughs> <laughs> not even the silver goal yeah. Jim um, so five minutes into the second half of extra time Muller scores a close range diving header so it's three all um, but uh, now here we come back to uh, um, uh, Gianni Rivera 
A minute after the Germans had scored, Italy got the winner. The TV cameras apparently were still replaying. It was 20 seconds. I counted yeah. it. Right. 20 seconds. But apparently the TV cameras were, uh, they were still replaying the German goal. Mm. <laughs> they still got out the other end and, and scored. But even the start of that, it's, it's interesting <coughs> that goal because when Italy kick off, there are three players that immediately cross the halfway line. It looks like they're almost going to do like a sort of mighty duck style yeah. yeah. formation forward. Mm. But they immediately slow it right down again. It goes back to that quite casual pace. They just patiently play it around and just knock it through and don't, it all goes berserk. <coughs> yeah. What a, what a midfield player Rivera was. I mean, yeah. he, played, well, he spent like 20 years at Milan. Won, he won the Ballon d'Or, didn't he, as well? Yeah, he was 69. Well, I think. it was quite odd that he didn't start. Uh, he very rarely started in that tournament. But they'd often bring him on uh, at half time, mm-hmm. but, but he got the goal. Probably the most um, famous goal of his distinguished career. So Italy managed to hang on and, and win a momentous match 4 3. And they went through to play Brazil in the final and were soundly beaten 4 1. Yeah, probably one absolutely one of, the, one of the greatest teams the world's ever seen. But as you say, they must have been absolutely exhausted. Mm. But um, but that team will always be remembered for, for coming out on top in one of the most enthralling matches the world has, has ever seen. And the plaque in, in, on the side of the Azteca Stadium reads The Azteca Stadium pays homage to the national teams of Italy and Germany who starred in the 1970 World Cup the game of the century June 17th 1970 ladies and gentlemen the epitome of magnificent scenes they only come to the national century we're the new century now so get cracking football give us another one <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. well they had another great semi-final 2006 yes, true yeah absolutely but, uh, but perhaps not up there um, mm. with this one but that is the end of the Football Ramble this week ladies and gentlemen if you want to get in touch the email address is show at thefootballramble.com the twitter is at footballramble and the website is thefootballramble.com Luke yes it is plenty of uh, nice stuff to be read there there's a piece recently uh, entitled it's okay you're allowed to not like Stoke it's caused a bit of a stir that yeah it has a bit yeah um, I, paid, I paid homage to uh the son of the wind Claudio Canigia whose birthday it was last that's week that's right um, yeah lots of different bits and pieces going on so check it out thefootballramble.com I'd like to thank uh, Brian Rees for uh, uh, sending oh, me yeah. a lovely letter <laughs> every few months I get a letter from Fulham Football Club and it's always um, signed and written from the point of view of one of their footballers last time it was Breda Hangeland uh, this time round it's uh, Brian Rees saying that he's very pleased to be back playing after his uh, injury and yeah. uh, that I really should get down and watch their uh, game against West Ham so. yeah. they should spend more I mean they're not doing so well at the moment they should be training more and Less admin, yeah. Less, less, it, less definitely. mail merging. Thanks, mm. Brian. Yeah. I think the filing's taken its toll. Martin Yell's just too nice. He won't say no to anything. Mm. Mm. There you go. All right, that leaves me about uh, time to say say goodbye, Jim. Right, three. <laughs> Good news, Ramblers. We have a chocolate partner. It's Diamante Negro. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. See you next time, gang. Yay. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.